Hello everybody, thank you for tuning in to FAU Owl Radio. My name is Jacob Kelly and this is JK Productions. Joining me again today is my friend Ryan Williams. Today we are discussing FAU baseball as they dispatched of Western Kentucky in a three-game sweep over the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Then we'll be talking about the great start of the NBA playoffs, which we've seen the Miami Heat go one up on the Atlanta Hawks. See the Warriors, as those watching on my YouTube channel, go up 2-0 over the Denver Nuggets. And Ryan's Memphis Grizzlies go, go down to a 0-1 gap between, the, between their uh, battle between them and the Timberwolves. Then we're going to give our way too early, and I say way too early because it, at the end of the day, it is April, mid-April, way too early predictions for the NFL season up to come. Last week, we gave you guys our, or I gave you guys my predictions for the NFL draft coming up in a week from now, and I'm going to do another edition of that next week. But for today, we're just going to talk about what we think are going to happen for the NFL season up to come. And then, you know, if we have some time left over, we'll talk about some some hockey, how the Panthers do, and talk about Manchester United. But first things first, Ryan, welcome back. How are you doing today, bro? Well, you know exactly how I'm doing today, and I'm sad. My boys, they're not looking too great right now. But I guarantee you this, we won't have another game like that. Jaw won't allow it. The coaching won't allow it. And we're going to bounce back. I believe it. You know, it was a great game, and we'll it get was. to that game when we when we get to the NBA talk. Oh, and yeah. it was very fast-paced. You could tell the two teams were both very young. Like, you could tell there was a lot of first NBA oh, experience yeah. going on there, for some sure. nerves. For sure, um, But you guys did fall to a really impressive Timberwolves team. I'll give it to them. They, they played very well. I was shocked by – I want to say – I don't want to say shocked. Anthony Edwards is great. Great young talent. Played well. Team played well around them. But we also played bad. That's what I don't want everybody to forget. We played bad, so if we have our game right, this is a totally different series. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that more in just a few minutes. But uh, first things first, let's talk about our FAU baseball. And the last week we saw FAU take place in four games, first of which was against the University of Miami last Tuesday, just after the show we recorded last Tuesday. And we saw the FAU out baseball team put up a great effort. I guess number two team in the country, University of Miami, only losing by one run, seven to six. Great performance. Uh, it was the second or third time we played against the team. Haven't really had the best look against them, but again, it's the best, one of the best teams in the country, so it makes sense to struggle against some top talent like that. However, then we had a three-game series against Western Kentucky in which we saw a three-game sweep Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Friday's game was a victory 5-3 to three against Western Kentucky. And then on Friday, Nick Turok and I were on the call for Friday's game against the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, which was a 8-7 win for FAU. Pitcher Max Martzoff was credited the win with a record now in the season 1-1. One and one. and Robert Weigelnick got his fourth save of the season. For Western Kentucky, Jake Cates picked up his fourth loss in the season, is now down to 3-4. and four. Quick summary of the game for you guys. FAU opened up the scoring in the first inning with a Goldstein, Goldstein sacrifice fly into the outfield, which saw Armando Albert come home to score, give FAU a 1-0 lead. Then in the second and third innings, Western Kentucky brought home a combined five runs to take a commanding 5-1 lead. In the bottom of the third inning, FAU narrowed the gap to a 5-4 deficit due to a Nolan Chaniel sack fly, which brought home uh, Jalen DeBose. And Stephen Loden then hit an easy dribbler to the pitcher, which should have been an easy out, should have been an inning-ending out. However, the pitcher botched the throw over to the first baseman, and that allowed two runs to score, being Goldstein and Armando Albert, to bring the game back to 5-4. Following that, 
West Kentucky hit two solo shots in back-to-back innings in the fifth and the sixth inning to give Western Kentucky a pretty sizable 7-4 lead. However, that was when the FAU comeback started to begin. Started with the left-handed batter, the leadoff hitter, Armando Albert, hit his fourth home run of the season in the bottom of the fifth to bring things back to 7-5. And then, two batters later in the same inning, Nolan Shanuel followed suit by homering over the right field wall to bring FAU back within one with one within run one one run excuse me at seven to six and with that homer shanuel was at the time tied gabriel Rinconis for the team lead in home runs of the season with 12 however very shortly the next game Rinconis took the lead back over shanuel which is something we've seen all season long the two best hitters in the lineup really they lead fau in nearly every hitting statistical category whether it be batting average, whether it be RBIs, and home runs here, they're 1-2 and two and been going back and forth all season long. Rinconis did take that home run lead back in Saturday's win over Western Kentucky, but for the time being, Nolan Shaniel tied him up and nearly tied up FAU with a soul blast over the right field wall, which brought the game back 7-6. to six. Then, in the bottom of the sixth inning, Jackson Ross sold, uh, hit a single into center field, which brought home Shane McGrand to tie the game. At seven to seven, and then the designated hitter Shane McGrand himself completed the comeback for FAU in the bottom of the eighth inning with a soul blast to right field, his third home run on the season to take a eight to seven lead for FAU. And then Robert Wagelnick came out of the bullpen in the ninth inning to get the save for FAU, which was a eight to seven victory. Following that, FAU won the series, completed the sweep on Saturday with a 93 victory, which saw. Gabriel Conez, Goldstein, Shane McGrand, Jackson Ross all hit home runs. Tyler Burnham got the win for FAU. With those wins, FAU now sits 24-13 on the season. Overall, 10-15 in conference, which placed us in third place in the conference with that 10-5 record and just two games back of Southern Mississippi. This week, FAU hits the road as we look to take on Florida Gulf Coast today over there on the west coast of the state at 630 and then later on in the week, we travel up to Virginia to take on University of Old Dominion in a three-game series, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So good opportunity for FAU to continue the hot start of the season, which is really a line I say pretty much every week when it comes to FAU because they've had a great season. The baseball team, the basketball team before them both had great seasons. So great to see FAU sports doing as they have, as they have been as we go forward in the next really end of the schedule, the next end of the month. Uh, FAU looks to improve their place, sitting only two games back of first place in that conference. So, Ryan, now we'll bring you into the show. And first things first, we'll start with the local team. We'll get to the pain you felt uh, just in, in, the pain in last. We'll, we'll get the pain there last. in a few minutes. Uh, we'll talk about the Miami Heat first. Right. And cool. the Miami Heat really dominated the Hawks in that first yeah. game. Uh, Duncan Robinson led the way, 27 points, 9 mm-hmm. of 10 shooting, 8 of 9 from 3. Yeah. Jimmy Butler... 21.6 rebounds, 5 assists. And the main storyline really is Trey Young with only the 8 points on 1 of 12 shooting. What do you see from that matchup? I'll tell you what. That I've been watching the Heat since I was a little kid. You know, back at home, everybody just watched the Heat game. That game, that was Miami Heat basketball. That was what I was used to. Those years where it fell off a little bit, it's back now. And this is a team who can go re- – it doesn't end here. They're going deep into these playoffs. I'll give you all that. I'll give you all that. Y'all going far. And made Trey Young look bad. Trey that, Young? He was ice Trey. That yeah. Night. He, <laughs> he was cold. icy Trey. He was ice Trey. He was ice. Ice, ice cold. Trey. He was cold. Cold as ice. What Did he Did he hit a three? 
7 from deep? I don't believe so, yeah. Over, over 7, seven yeah. He, he wasn't orchestrating. He was trying to do too much. His I know his game is a kind of let me take over. My team needs to win. He couldn't do that because the Heat are coached well. And that's the problem. They didn't come into this game thinking that the coaching would be up to par, which was a mistake. The Heat have always had good coaching. And he was shut down that night. They exposed the Hawks. I really think they did. Yeah, everything what you said is true. And mm-hmm. then some, the Miami Heat, we all know the culture of the Miami mm-hmm. Heat. It's Team defense. Ball. It's They go for it every single year. And sometimes it's been at their own detriment. They've really tried to force things together. Yeah. Like when we had Kelly Olenek. Yeah. Remember when we had Josh McRoberts? We signed I him to. I Kelly, though. I'll give him I did that. not. You didn't I, like him? I did not like Kelly. He stretched the floor a little bit there. He, he stretched the bench, he was, <laughs> which is where he should have been. He stretched the bench. He should have been on the bench. He was. He, he never performed what his contract or really what we needed from him. Mm-hmm. He was a stretch big man that occasionally right. hit shots, but really didn't offer anything else. Other than the shot? No, I don't believe so. But He wasn't, he wasn't effective on the boards. He wasn't nah. a good passer like you see with Jokic. Oh, no, nah, not at all. He was, he was, I wouldn't even compare the two. Yeah. He's nothing like They're Jokic. Nothing, nothing nah, like Jokic. Not an orchestrator at all. But those days, we saw, like for multiple years, the Miami Heat tried to con- construct a roster to win now mm-hmm. every single year. And yeah. that's, that's their philosophy. And mm-hmm. I give them credit for that because you – you know they're going to compete. You know what their intentions are. And that's why it really drew in Jimmy Butler. So mm-hmm. while it didn't work for a few years, it attracted a star like Jimmy Butler who's so serious about winning, winning. and is so perfect in the Miami Heat culture mm-hmm. that now you've created a great team around him. You have Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year, and eventually we'd love to see him start and see what he can do for this team. Bam Adebayo, I for sure would like to. gritty, strong, mm-hmm. athletic, can guard one through five. Yeah, he can play the one through five. Yes, he can, he bring the, he bring the ball up the court. He brings the ball he up. Can. I mean, a few definitely multiple times a game. Definitely, if the ball is in his hands anywhere on the court, it's fine. He, as long as he's I'm not shooting threes. But he could. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If he can get that little piece of his game, Bam is. He'd be unstoppable. He's X Factor. He'd be absolutely unstoppable. He's already a, a, a beast in the paint, and he's beast. he's not really as tall as you would think he is. Him and LeBron no. are about eye to eye. He's like six foot nine ish. I don't think he's six foot Small ten. Small for a center, very undersized for a center. But he makes it work with his athleticism, mm-hmm. with his work ethic, which is mm-hmm. all what Miami's about, exactly. what the Heat are about, and you know all the way back to Udonis Haslam, who's been with yep. the team for God knows how long at this point. Longer than I've been on this earth. It, it feels like it. It feels like I think he was I think he was drafted in '01. He's forty. One years old. Yeah. I went to a game 2017, last game of the season. <clears throat> they played, I believe it was Washington, mm-hmm. and they were fighting to get into a playoff spot. However, they needed a few other teams to lose. It really wasn't realistic, but you know there was some hope. Mm-hmm. And 2017, once we knew, you know, you're watching, you're watching the other the other games on your phone. I'm sure the coaching staff does that too because yeah. they need to know how serious to take the game. Right. Once we knew it was out of hand, in comes Udonis Haslam. Get in there, UD. And we gave him a <laughs> round of applause because we thought this was his last game. 2017. Think about how different of a world that was back in 2017, and Udonis has him still here sitting on the bench. Still. Gray hairs. Remember the braids? Oh, he's yeah. braids going. Oh, yeah. Nah, he, he's got none of that anymore. No. He's just he's old head. Old man. Old man that comes down the bench, he shoots hey. the wreck shot, jump shots. I'll never forget that one game. He came in, got two fouls, or was it two techs and left? Yeah, that was, that was against <laughs> that uh, was, Dwight Howard. It was. Like Him and Dwight close. Howard when uh Dwight, was that was that last year I think last, last year or two year. years ago mm-hmm. one or two, but he is the embodiment of he the is. Miami Heat. He's Mr. Miami. 
Is he still there? <laughs> Ooh, I, I think some people are going to no, say Dwayne Wade. Wade yeah. 305. He's 305. He's 305. I'll give you the Mr. Okay. Miami because he's still there. Okay, we'll get we'll call him Mr. Miami, but he <laughs> him still being with the team and his his jersey's gonna be in the rafters one oh, day yeah, for sure. But it's not necessarily that he's like he, I don't think he's ever been an all star. He's never been this dynamic offensive piece. Right. But he is the Heat. He the is what the Heat what wants to be. Yeah, he yeah. he's gritty. Mm-hmm. He will slap you in the face, punch you in the no, mouth, no eat my wife's over. name out your out your mouth. <laughs> he is yeah. what the Miami Heat <laughs> needs. <laughs> I, I figured it like that. Yeah, I, I figured it also take you a second. That was a good one. That was Thank good. you. Thank you. I tried. Um, he is the Heat. And, yeah. you know, not even getting on the court, you know, when you think Miami Heat, you think him. You, when you think UD, you mm-hmm. think Miami. He's perfect. And that defense, that work ethic is really what stifled Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Watching that game, as soon as Trey Young came across half court, double team. Yeah. Switching every single pick. That's how you have to play Trey and Young. And it worked. Exactly, and they're going to do it every game. You might as well. And me being at the game two Fridays ago where they played the Hawks, second last game of the season. Oh, before the season. Before the season, completely different mentality of how to guard Trey Young. Yeah, those are two totally different games. Trey Young had 36, Trey Young had 8. They were letting him come free off screens, they weren't switching, they weren't picking up at the half court. This that game, as I said, that's how you win that that series right there. That's how you have to play Trey Young. And it was perfect. Going to. It was perfect how it they was. did that compared to regular season, postseason. Mm-hmm. Let him think he that, can that, take over. That's what it is. Let him they think let he him can do win. everything by himself they because he did. He mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah. My dad wasn't a believer in Trey Young going into that game, watching him play the, in the regular season. Or yeah, this last one. No, going into the regular season, he wasn't. Okay. He, he didn't believe in him because you know my he's, my dad's old head. Yeah, like, you see, yeah. you see the skinny little dude, Jack shoots do? threes. Like, <laughs> like he finally turned on Steph Curry. Like okay. this is what we're talking about here. So mm-hmm. with Trey Young, he he wasn't much of a believer, and he sees Trey Young doing what he mm-hmm. did, facilitating like he did, scoring like he did. It made him believe. Mm-hmm. But that's also because Miami chose to not show their cards. Not show how they're going to handle Trey Young. And that's the coaching. And now in the playoffs, mm-hmm. the 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 half court press the really adjustments. Asked, adjustments. It was perfect by the Miami Heat. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> that they're a, they're always thinking. They they think. A lot of teams just think we got the guys. They got guys. Let's see who guys are better. No, the Heat they'll put their guys in the position to be better, and that's what they did. They got, they got mm-hmm. the guys that are willing to do the dirty work. Exactly. Jimmy Butler is scrappy. Fighting around screens. He he does. I mean, the, I saw Bam Adebayo was on J.J. Reddick's podcast. I'm not sure if you listened to that. But he was talking about their experience in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And it was very clear that their mentality was different from everybody else. And it worked. They got to the finals and were not expected to. They weren't hanging out with their buddies. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you saw Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum hanging, hanging out. outside by the pool. Exactly. They weren't. <laughs> they were all serious. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look at me. Don't even come over, dap me up. Nope. Even when we're just in the hotel. This is a business trip. That's how they took it. Exactly. That's business how J- Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy even made his coffee brand <laughs> out of the, out of the bubble. Did. Yeah. Big face Ooh. coffee. Whose barber shop was that they had out there in the bubble? Well, they actually, no, they had an actual barber shop in Nobody the bubble. Nobody owned that? I don't think so. I think it's just like the chefs, just like how they brought in the top chefs. Mm-hmm. I, think they, I think they, I mean, I think. I don't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure the guy's name held some worth. I don't remember who it was. Mm. Um, but they weren't just having a player cut somebody's hair. No, no, no. I'm saying, I thought it was somebody who owned it. I thought somebody else I'm not sure. It. it could have been, but that seems I like a so. lifetime ago. Yeah. Having to play playoffs in the bubble. How long was it? Now we're, now we're packing out FTX Arena, full capacity. 
great game, great game to oh, watch. Yeah. And uh, we have game two tonight. I believe it's at 7.30. I didn't write this down. But Miami dominated in the first game. Didn't let the Hawks really come within 20 the entire second half. Mm-hmm. The defense persisted. The attack on Trey Young insisted. And nobody on that team is really able to create a bucket outside of Trey Young. You have no, Bogdanovich. I don't, I don't think so. No, you have Bogdanovich who can occasionally. You have, you have Gallinari who was their leading scorer, but he, he doesn't move. He gets the ball, turns around, shoots. He's not mobile, no. He's not that good of a player. I mean, I say that even though he was their leading scorer. <laughs> but he's not usually. That's no. the thing. He's a dying breed. That type of yeah. stretch big, you get mm-hmm. the ball, turn around, shoot. Yeah, that stretch forward type of. He doesn't back anybody down. He doesn't put the ball on the deck. No. When he does, he dribbles off his foot like I'm pretty sure he did one time on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he did have a turnover. That's it's that's not what they do. So the Hawks have a lot to do to overcome what Miami have done so far. Mm-hmm. It's just one game. How far they set them back and really have to make Atlanta really process on how they can attack Miami better in the next game. And I don't see a way they, they can do that. Do you see any potential weaknesses in Miami's game that Atlanta could look to exploit? The thing is, they don't because they're not built for that. The Hawks are built for an offensive onslaught. So when they they run into these defenses who can set up these plans to completely X out a key piece, it's they're not set up to win the series, I believe. No, they don't have enough talent. No. They don't have the they're defense. They're not deep enough either. The Heat's bench is deep. You got people that can come off the bench. Not even I'm not even talking six man. Mm-hmm. I'm talking lower than that that they can come and give you 10. Oladipo didn't play. Exactly. Mor- the Morris didn't play. Or didn't. didn't play. Nope. He didn't did. play a single minute. Didn't even get in with the scrubs. You got high. <laughs> you got high Smith going in there, and Oladipo's not did. getting minutes. Mm, uh, that could be. Could could it be strategic? Mm. I I like to think so because you might need to use an Oladipo. You might need to use mm-hmm. a Marquise Morris against right. a better team. Right. And there's frankly no reason to play them right now. Not. What, what do you have? look? Look at what happened. There's no need. They can literally play the rest of this series the way they played that game. Yeah. And then if, it, fine. if they play the exact same way at the five-minute mark, just like we just saw, mm-hmm. you'll see Yerk Seven come into the game. You'll see you'll see Highsmith come to the game. Maybe even see Udonis Haslam come into the game. That'd be great. If UD gets in a game, I'll cash out you five dollars. Oh wait, hey, Y'all we got that. Said it. We got that. <laughs> we got that. Okay, I think UD we got that. UD gets in the. Okay, let me switch it. If no, no, yeah, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I'm gonna one bucket. I'm gonna edit that. I'm gonna edit that. I'm gonna edit that. That's gonna be the front of the YouTube video. All right, y'all got that. Um, but if UD comes in, that means the series. I think I think UD wouldn't come in until like the series is over because yeah. I think again I think so much about the Miami mentality. Yeah. Like you saw the crowd chanting during the end of the game, like UD UD or in. something along those lines. <laughs> but I also think if you bring in UD, it could kind of be a sense of like, oh, we felt like we've taken care of business, mm-hmm. and that's not what Miami well, would do. do I think they would only bring him in when they feel the the, the issue is dealt with, the, the business end of things is done. It's game four, you're up yeah. five. Because it's going to be a Second sweep. Second left. Get in there, UD. I'm okay with saying it's going to be a sweep. <laughs> I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Hawks showed me no reason that it, no. it won't be a sweep. Yeah, Trey is not going to be an evil villain in Miami. No, so. absolutely he, not. No, he's not set up. Absolutely not. Moving on to our next series. And I know I just showed I, – I forgot what shirt I was wearing, guys. I know. I'm wearing my Golden State Warriors shirt. Um, Ooh. Nah, bro. We, we, we like the Warriors. <laughs> I like the Warriors. You guys know – anybody's listened to me, anybody's watched me for a long time, you guys know that – I love multiple teams. When I say love, I love multiple teams across pretty much every single sport. Football, I got the Dolphins and Ravens, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, basketball here, Heat, got got the Heat. 
Got the uh, got the Warriors. I'm, I already <laughs> forgot off the top of my head. Baseball. I got the Yankees. I got the Marlins. Hockey. Mm-hmm. I have the Panthers. Really, the Islanders and the Penguins. Soccer. Manchester United. Bayern Munich. Like every sport that I care about, I got multiple teams I care about. So the second team that I care about <laughs> and hold deep in my heart. Oh, here we go. Is the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> and the Warriors. I mean, not the same style, but dominated the Nuggets in back-to-back games, first of which being Saturday night, saw a 123-107 win. And at the time of recording this yesterday, Monday night, 126-106 to uh, win, which we saw the Warriors dominate. Jordan Poole, to me, has been the biggest difference between these two teams. Jordan Poole has been a discovered star, had 30 against the Nuggets on Saturday, had 29 on Monday. What has what Jordan Poole meant to this team? He's meant a lot, and as of right now, he could become a starter. And we can allow Steph Curry to keep coming off that bench. And he's in his older years now. <laughs> oh, Curry's oh you're, talk, old. you're talking about beyond. You're talking yeah. about moving. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I don't think that's going to happen. It could. It could. He could be the future for them. And I believe he's going to be, as he already has been, a difference maker in this series. He really has been averaging you know, nearly 30 points a game between yeah. two teams, between two games. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I don't think he's going to take Steph Curry's role. I don't think he's going to take Clay's <laughs> you know role. I'm saying? He could be that, you know, once Steph Curry gets you know, off to the uh, side. That's in a few years. Curry can come up. You, know? you ain't got to worry about that. Curry's, Curry, Curry's got time. Okay, yeah, he but, will, but not in this series because I think, they've kind of, I think they've taken care of the Nuggets. You know, anything could happen going back mm-hmm. to Denver in a couple days now. Yeah. Uh, series, we could see a shift in the series. But if anything happens which we like we've seen so far i don't expect that no. but moving on the winner of your series the which we'll get to next the grizzlies and timberwolves again i don't think the warriors going to struggle too much with either of those te- two teams mm-hmm. i'm sorry but when you get down to the suns mm-hmm. and you have a lineup of steph curry clay thompson and jordan Poole, mm-hmm. if you can find a way to make that work have all three of them starting you have draymond maybe mm-hmm. kevin looney and then have wiggins yeah, def- come off the bench go that's a great lineup yep. that's a great lineup that is you have you have that as a starting five, and you go against you know your Chris Paul, Devin Booker, mm-hmm. Kyle Bridges, potential defensive player of the year. Right. And then you, you got you got to match the bigs. Not necessarily the same big you have here with Nikola Jokic with DeAndre Ayton. Definitely more physical. So at that point, you would want to start an actual center still. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Kevin Looney's not the tallest, I think that would be a better matchup. But uh, do you see any chance the Nuggets can come back in this series? I don't, and I'll let you, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I don't. Jokic can't do it by himself. It right now, it looks good on paper. He had looks. It appears that he has the help, but if he's not getting it, what good is it looking like he's gonna get it? It's 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 a lose lose here. They're not playing well enough. They have to make. They have to find an answer for this this onslaught of threes. They have to really lock down on the perimeter, and they're not. Jordan Jordan Poole is no bum out there. I'll, I'll give you that. He is no bum out there. The perimeter shooting is there. Caught who's that he caught on that switch, on the on that on that right corner. Was that Boogie? He had on the switch. I think so. And when he mixed them in that corner, and he stepped back into it. Yeah. After that, I'm like, he has so much confidence right now. He's number 28 overall pick, and he's playing like he was a lottery pick. Exactly. He's playing like first rounder, the the first pick. He's playing confident. A confident player. This is always what I said when I was in sports. A confident player is the best player on the court. Because no matter what happens, he's going to come down court and play just as hard that, as the last time and the time before that. And he's playing like it. So if I'm Jokic, I'm looking around the locker room after the game like, 
Well, y'all, you guys gonna help? <laughs> I can't do everything. I'm, I'm the center. I'm the big. I'm, I can't go up there and guard the guards. You guys have to step it up. So as a leader, I think he has to have that conversation. You yeah. Jamal Murray, of course, which is clear. If he was there, though, it would I'll be a different you, series. It would be a completely different series. I tell you that. But Nuggets won the battle on the boards. That that's one thing. Of course, though, it's the Warriors. Of course, you're going to beat them on the boards, but that's not enough. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to withstand their onslaught and have the type of attack of your own, or you're not going to win. Yeah, and missing missing their uh, their two best players, like they ha- well, two best players outside of Nikola Jokic, is really what I think is the issue for the Nuggets. You're mm-hmm. missing Jamal Murray, who has been a an All Star, one of the best point guards in the league, and also Michael right. Porter Jr. He provide oh, he provides yeah. some length. He provides some speed. He provides mm-hmm. athleticism that would be harder for the Warriors to guard right. when really outside of Nikola Jokic, who's their best player? I mean, Will uh, Will Barton has been their best scoring player off the bench really for them. He's just averaging 18 points. And he's trying to he's trying to fight DeMarcus Cousins yesterday. <laughs> That's not the move. That's not the no. move. That is not that the is move. That's not the move. I tell you that. <laughs> DeMarcus would snap him like a toothpick. Definitely. Like you have two of your best players missing if you're the Nuggets mm-hmm. with Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, right. and the Warriors have found this star in Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. So while the Nuggets up. Nuggets are missing their two best players, mm-hmm. now the Warriors all of a sudden have a third best player. When you know going into the season, you're like, okay, Draymond's gonna be Draymond, but who's our best offense? Like after mm-hmm. Stephen Clay, who do we got? We got Wiggins, we got Otto Porter. First, just brought I thought in. it would be Wiggins. Yeah, I and, and he, he's been great. He was yeah. an All Star starter. Yeah, yeah. Kind of because of the votes, didn't the really votes, didn't really yeah. earn the nah. All Star starting status, <laughs> but he's had nah. a much improved season and mm-hmm. he's found where his role is. His role is a number three option on a already good team, and it's, he's it's, played it well. It's looking like it might be four. Well, I, I was about to say Jordan <laughs> yeah, Poole is become, the one is the one that stepped up into that. Might be moving on to four because I really thought it would be Wiggins. That would be that little X factor that oh I didn't expect him to give me twenty five tonight, but Jordan Poole is definitely the one. He he stepped in. And played a big part of that win. He really did. And Jokic, I feel bad for him a little bit. As somebody who played center in high school, I feel a little bad for him. This dude is getting clobbered by Draymond Green. That's the one thing I'll say. He's getting clobbered by Draymond, Kevin Looney. He keeps getting hooked. Mm-hmm. Like Draymond keeps getting under his elbow, yeah. and like while he's backing him down, he's like tucking him in, and he's getting fouled, and he's not getting the calls. No, he's not. It's frustrating him. It's it was it was really visible. frustrating. It was visible in that last game for sure. I mean, he got ejected two technicals, exactly. both arguing a call. Mm-hmm. One was a foul called against him, and he's like, "Where's that with me?" Mm-hmm. He got a guard. He got a, I forget who it was. He was he was driving in, went up with his left, and get called. It might, it might have been Wiggins. He got called for a foul, and he's like, he slams the ball to the ground. He's like, "Where's this call for me?" Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, doesn't get a foul call. And again, it starts chirping. The game's already out of hand at this point, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and he gets ejected. Point, you just gotta. You gotta calm down at that point. You can't get ejected. You're the leader on the floor at that point, and that's that's not a good look. I mean, I actually argue that it could help the Nuggets long term because the ejected. Nuggets aren't getting the calls. He's not getting the calls, and this game's already done with. It's already you're not winning this this game. Mm-hmm. So looking onto the series, make your voice known. Like, hey, this is not okay. I'm not getting these calls. Make the make the NBA review these a little bit. Tell the refs like, hey guys, he's mm-hmm. getting clobbered. Just I mean, he is the biggest guy in the court, both yeah. in height and he's a massive dude. And in fairness to him, he cut a lot of weight in the he off did. season. He did and looks the best shape of his life. And even then, he's jacked. He's like he's a really big dude. He's like he, he like he's Serbian. Like those guys are Naturally those guys like big. yeah. 
they're Ooh. naturally just <laughs> big, mean guys. Like those are, he, those he are. Start looking like it. Yeah, like see his He's, brothers. Yeah, you see them when they come up. Off the oh screen, my gosh! They walk up. <laughs> like those are two dudes you don't want to see yeah, in an yeah. alley, like walking towards Definitely you. Not. You don't want to. You don't want to mess with their brother. Like, see you later, guys. I'm go. I'm go this way. Uh, but even then, Jokic is a big guy, and mm-hmm. being a big guy, you don't get the calls like you do for these guards. Of course not. Like the guards get these ticky tacky fouls that you know. Oh, they use hit him on the, the chest. Slap on the wrist fouls. Yeah, Draymond's literally holding Jokic, and nothing's being done. Well, when you think it goes to the fact that the size. When you're when you're up against so much somebody so much bigger, you kind of gotta get a little hold in every now and again. So if anything, I say the refs are just playing along with the fact that okay, Jokic is big, we get it. But, but you can't at some point it has to stop. You have to you apply have to the start rules. The calls. Yeah, you have to apply the rules equally to everyone. LeBron dealt with this a lot in his prime, even Ooh. though he's I'd argue he's still in his prime. Uh, <laughs> free throw line so much, but not as much as he should have been. It used to make me sick. Like you see James Harden getting these calls because no, he flails up. That, Joel Embiid getting these calls. Joel Embiid is, is better because he actually is, again, big, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that you have to foul him because he has footwork like a guard. He does. Like you see the comparisons of him, Michael, yeah. and Kobe, mm-hmm. like the same, doing the like, same moves. Come on now. I saw that clip, and I was like, seriously? But it, it is the same moves. It is the same move, but we've all practiced the move before. I wouldn't say he's But he's applying them in an NBA game, and he was Which just and he, was, he just won the scoring title. He did. So what was the last last um, big to do it was Shaq, I think. Shaq? I think it was Shaq. Yeah. Shaq. So like these these and big he's guys doing way more than Shaq was doing. Like he he does have a post game. So I'm sorry, do you say, fader. do you say he's better than Shaq? I did not say that. I think <laughs> I think he said he's better than Shaq. Let's not do that. <laughs> I think he said he's better than Shaq. They're gonna be for me in the comments. But better, going back to this series here, Jokic even being in the best shape of his life is really tired. Are you sitting? Are you see him sitting down once he comes mm-hmm. out of the games, huffing oh, and he's, huffing. He's linked in the seat like this. I seen it the last time. Yeah, that's because the Warriors just don't stop running, and this no. team is very reminiscent to me mm-hmm. of the 2015 team that won their first championship. You see the on and off ball screens. Steph Curry is just running a track meet, running around the court like, oh, I'm in this corner, I'm in this corner, I'm up top, I'm running here, here. Right. Okay, now I got a shot. All, he's doing all this within the same possession. And their other players do that too. So if you get switched on to a Clay, a Pool, a Curry, mm-hmm. a Wiggins, right. and they're running around doing their thing, he's gonna have to run around with them. And he's not been able to keep up the pace that the Warriors have shown. Even when the especially when the Warriors go small and Draymond's oh, no, the big that's, that's hard to go. What is he supposed to do? How is he supposed to keep up with this the speed, even though he's yeah. even though he's lost the weight? You you you're nobody's really built for this except that's for the Warriors. Insane. They have the formula for this series. They have it for a lot of series. You have Steph Curry, you have Klay Thompson, but in regards to the small ball, you—they're not built for that. They don't have the pieces. Jamal Murray's gone. The lineup got bigger by default, and Jokic is—he—he can be led astray by thinking that he'll be okay out there with Curry on the court. He'll think he'll be fine, which is they can have their little advantage on the boards. Draymond's undersized. We know that. In this instance, he's undersized, but. At the end of the day, if you're Jokic, you still have to understand that if your team cannot step up in this series, it's pointless. You're not going to get past them. I think, if, if I'm the Nuggets, if I'm the Nuggets, here's what I do. I look at some tape from that Heat game, <laughs> and I figure out how to stop a guard. I think at it's a least too late. one of them try to do something. I think it's a little too late. It may be, but... They don't, they don't, they don't hey, have the guys. The, in the playoffs, it's all about adjustments. If they can adjust... They'll be fine. But we, right now, it looks bad. When the Raptors won their NBA title, I think a lot of people forget that they were down in their series 2-0 to the Bucks. 
Giannis was taking over in that series. And they adjusted and they clogged the paint. paint, Which is that is easier Mm -hmm. to do than stopping a guard because it's just a man. It's just it's just amount of numbers. You're you're putting people in a small space. Mm -hmm. You're guarding a small space instead of the perimeter. The Warriors are are great on the perimeter, and the perimeter opens things up for them underneath. And here's the thing with the Warriors. Their perimeter starts right after half court, yeah. so it gets harder. So it's definitely different. higher up the court, which leaves room for them to make their rounds. They're doing their motions. Curry's doing his off ball. They're making their passes. They play good team ball, good passing, and good shots. That's how they're going to win, and that's how they're going to win. Yeah, I think I think the series is said and done with. I said in my prediction last week, uh, I don't remember what you said. I, I said it's going to be the, this, this series. I think I said in six. I thought you said sweep. <laughs> no, 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 no. I said the Heat were going to sweep. Oh, you said Heat sweep. Oh, I said both number one seeds were going to sweep. Okay. I don't think I called a single sweep outside of that. I don't, I think I only called for one game okay, seven, yeah. and that's a game we'll get to, uh, not the next series, but the, the following. Actually, I think that's oh, well, I got this series wrong because I thought y'all were playing the Clippers. I'm going, looking forward a little bit. Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about the, the Grizzlies? The Grizzlies series. I thought you guys were playing like the Clippers. It could it could still go to seven, but when I, the, I called that going to seven, thinking you guys were going to play the Clippers. Oh. Now, it's still a very impressive matchup, and the Clippers really got shafted. Oh, I was right then. Last week, I did say Tim, the Timberwolves. You did, you did say the Timberwolves. You were right <laughs> about that. You were right about that. Uh, I'm going to wrap up just the Warriors real quick. Uh, yeah. the, the Nuggets, they, they're not out. They do have an opportunity to change th- some things up, uh, mm-hmm. but the manpower, the who they're down, who they're down on the offensive end, and not being able to keep up on the defensive end, I really don't see them making a series out of this, and it very mm-hmm. easily could be a sweep for the Warriors. For sure. Moving on to uh, to your series, and uh, the, which started off with the Timberwolves being the Grizzlies, 130 to 117 on Saturday. It was a fantastic game. Anthony Edwards for the for the Timberwolves, 36 points, six assists. Dude balled out. Was fantastic. He 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 did everything you you could really imagine he can do. Like the athlete he is, he was scoring in the paint, and he was hitting threes that you don't necessarily expect from him. You have Anthony Towns, the big. Compared to the big on the Grizzlies, which I'm sure you'll you'll talk about because we were talking we were talking in. back and forth before the show. In. I'm going in. I'm sure you will. I'll give I'll give you the floor on that one. But Cat, 29 points, 13 rebounds, and off the bench you got Malik Beasley, 23 points, five rebounds, four assists. And if you look at the Grizzlies, John Morant had a great game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I said my dad wasn't a big fan of Trey Young. He'd be game one. My dad's not a big fan of John Morant, and it's because of the fact that. Like we were talking about before the show with Derrick Rose and oh, Russell no. Westbrook, we've the seen play styles. We've seen this play style before, and we've mm-hmm. seen what it's led. But somebody you brought up was Dwayne Wade, and if John Morant can have that type of evolution from explosive, <clears throat> undersized guard to pays, plays a little slower and gets a better star alongside him, John Morant can be very similar to a Dwayne Wade esque player. Mm-hmm. And then you have Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, uh, last part I'll talk about for the for the Grizzlies before I let you step in. Okay. Uh, Twenty four points. I really love Dylan Brooks. I, I just like I like a lot of teams in professional sports in college. I like Florida, FAU, of course, go Owls, number one. But I like the Gators, go UNC. I like Oregon. I like Michigan State. But I remember when they made that Final Four run. Dylan Brooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a huge piece of that. The guard, who's the, who's the guard on the Celtics? White dude on the bench. Um, Celtics. Yeah, he's he's the point guard. Ah, uh, Peyton Pritchard. Him, Peyton Pritchard, uh, were great for University of Oregon. Oh, okay. uh, but Dylan Brooks stepped up. Great second round pick for the Grizzlies. Um, but Ryan, uh, what what were you, what are we thinking after game one? <sighs> All right, guys. Let me let me gather my thoughts. All right, let's start off with Stephen Adams. 
on my list of disappointments for their first game. Steven Adams gave us a whopping zero points, 24 minutes, and three holy rebounds. I could not have been more upset with my big man than I was that night. Had a plus minus of minus 13. And he was getting bullied by Carl Anthony Towns. Please tell me if you're Steven Adams how you get bullied by Carl Anthony Towns. He's doing TikToks. <laughs> Come on now, we gotta be men, right? <laughs> we shot 25% from deep as a team. And I'm not even just talking about how terrible we played. I'm talking about as a team. Everybody. 25%. The Timberwolves had 46 rebounds. 46 to our 35. We played soft, and that's why we lost. So, if I'm if I'm somebody in that locker room, anybody, I'm saying we need to, you know, grow a pair, and we need to buckle up and be men, because we lost that game in the paint. I think so. It wasn't the perimeter. We... We shot, we shot bad on the perimeter. It wasn't terrible. It was bad. We could do better. I know we can. We have shooters on the team, more than capable of being spot up. Um, Desmond Bain, we, we know. We know he can shoot. But this next game is a muscle win for the Grizzlies. I believe so. And if not, I don't see it going much further. I wanted to go to seven, but that's if Ja and, t- and, and crew decide to step up, have a next, a next good game. And he needs to have a controlled aggression. Because right now, mm. I feel like that game put a chip on Ja's shoulder. He's feeling a little, he's a little bucked up about that one. He posted the Jordan clip. I'm not yeah, sure if you saw that. Baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, he posted it. Yeah, lost one game. Like, yeah, you lost one game. But let's, one game can easily turn to down 0-2. And then you have a problem. And then you so, got to go to Minnesota Then we're this. going two. Yeah, okay. You so. saw how electric that place was in the yeah, playing game, man? That place was... Electric. But, for sure, next game is a must-win. They got to step up to make this a series. And a loss just isn't a good look in this next game. I'm yeah. disappointed in Steven Adams. I will make that the final point. The three rebounds from my Mr. Brick Wall himself. He didn't seem like a brick wall that night. <laughs> but, yeah, next game, I-, I need to see a little bit more. But As you said, Cat played well. 29-13, and dished three assists. He did. I liked it. Anthony Edwards had his 36 points. A good first hit in the mouth for the Timberwolves, but I believe in my boys. I think we'll be fine. So what I took away from that game was what these two teams really are. Mm-hmm. They're both young. Very young, yes. Yeah. First thing, first, very young. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, second year. John Morant, third year. Jared Jackson, fourth year. Dylan Brooks, third or fourth i can't remember off the top of my head um carl anthony towns uh he's he's a little more experienced but he's baby-faced he's like you say he's all over tiktok he's making tiktoks so it is what that that is what the game was neither of these two teams had control of the game really at any point which was fantastic from a neutral i loved it from a neutral is great yeah, like I, I know, I know from you, like you're, you're like obviously. I was feeling good at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you guys were winning at first. We you guys were. were winning through most of the I first was half. Good, I was, we were looking good. Had a few good runs in there, mm-hmm. but neither team really at any point had a claim. There was, there was, there was some back and forths that were kind of sloppy, mm-hmm. but that's what you expect. You have the number one and number four teams in terms of pace. Uh, you have the Timberwolves, number one in points per game in the season, and, and com- you combine that with the fact they're both young with. 
not really the most experienced head coaches. Mm-hmm. Everything about this series, everything about that game really makes sense about the two teams you have at play. They're incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. They are really dynamic and do a lot of different things. Yeah, Anthony Edwards, who literally can do so many different things. Do a lot. <laughs> I love when he starts talking about. He's like, man, I could have been a golfer. I could have been a swimmer. Boy, I could have. I could have played football. Great. He could have been great at anything he did because, well, first of all, he's just like, been blessed. He's Best been blessed player. with athleticism, and like you said, he has that competitiveness to him. Mm-hmm. He's very strong-minded. Yeah. You see how he named his dog Anthony Edwards Jr. <laughs> and he said he's saying the same thing about his dog. Yeah. This is a little bulldog, man. I could kick that thing like 300 <laughs> feet. He's talking about this dog can do everything. Do everything. I don't know about that, Chief, but he can do everything. And he was hitting his jump shots. He was. Carl Anthony yeah. Towns, like you saying, playing bully ball, which he is was. bully ball. We've never seen that from Carl Anthony Towns. I remember the meme when he's trying to back down Boogie. Yeah. And Boogie's like, what are you doing? I remember <laughs> I was on my. That's the cat I know. <laughs> I was on. I was on JV my freshman year of high school, right mm-hmm. back at Coral Blades, yeah. and we had this kid. Uh, I doubt he's watching or his family's watching, but I'm not going to say his name anyways. Uh, but he um, he was kind of laughed at a little bit. He, him yeah. and I were the same height by probably, I mean, I could have easily had 100 pounds on him. Oh like, he was, he was, we're both 6'5", 6'6". I was 250. Bro, if he was 160, I would not have been surprised. And also, he didn't have a very likable personality. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, he's, he wasn't that good. I'm glad you didn't say his name. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> we didn't... <laughs> I'm sorry, but not we weren't really the biggest fan of the kid. Right. Um, but I remember he's doing this dra- this this drill, the big men, and f- for whatever reason, the entire team was on the big men's side of the court. Yeah, and he's trying to back people down, and he couldn't oh, back anybody. <laughs> it took me off him, and oh. honestly, kind of probably a worse decision. Like I was obviously the biggest one on the team, but there was this kid who was a football player named Juan. Mm. Well, I'll yeah. name him because no no bad things about him, and he's just standing there, and the, he's trying with just, everything, just backing down, nothing, nothing. <laughs> But that's what Carl Anthony Towns really has been through most of his career. Like, he's yeah. big, he's built, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, I think through losing his multiple family members to COVID, I think we've seen a new Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really made him look at things more seriously and take his game more seriously yeah. because he's been getting clowned, and deservedly so, like, how much how serious does he take the game mm-hmm. what is what's going to happen when this team is actually taking off and serious why isn't this team been able why haven't they been able to put something on the court around him to make everything work is he the issue but you've seen it like even though he is still a little bit of his childish self you've definitely seen a more serious serious side of his game mm-hmm. and we saw that he was we did. Steven Adams is known for just being massive just oh, being massive Samoan in the paint and I did not see it. You did not see I it. I didn't see it. We saw it from Carl. We saw it from, from Anthony Edwards. We saw bro, we saw Malik Beasley drop 23 points. God. I mean, God. it made sense that the, like, this game was 130-117. I hope every game follows suit. I know you don't hope so, unless oh. it's the other way around. Oh, for sure. If we can flip it great. around, it's good. But no, I do not need this to follow suit. I need, I need Steven Adams to give me what I need, which is my rebounds. I don't, I don't even need, I don't need 10 points. I don't. Get me my rebounds, Stephen. Just get the boards. Get me my rebounds because Cat, that was my mindset going into the series. I was like, oh, we got Cat in the paint? We got the boards. We're winning on the boards. Nope. No. We did not get it. How did many, not see that. How, how many rebounds did we get out rebounded by? Okay, so they had 32. We had 25. Mm, I mean, it could definitely be worse, but mm, you guys are kind of known for your interior, yeah. both offense and defense. I mean, you have Pat That's Beverly. You have Pat mm-hmm. Beverly, who's just—I mean, I don't even know how to describe he's a him. He's perimeter lockdown. He's unique, but he's also a good rebounder. 
surprisingly. Surprise, but yeah. I, but also if you look at him, not surprisingly. Yeah. Like <laughs> he is that dude that you yeah. go play. If we're going to go to the play at the rec, oh he has no shirt on. He has no shirt on. He's slippery. Oh yeah, his fingernails are dirty. Oh, he's going. He's, he shows up. A, a he shows up with a ball that's all ripped up that has oh. no grip on it. Nope. Black Air Force Ones. Oh, he's reaching. Oh, Every all the time. Day. You're going to walk away with scars. Scratches. I didn't hear no whistles. Bruises. Not one. I didn't hear no whistles. He's scrappy. And that's I, what you I get like, from him. I like Beverly. I like him. It's one of those, if he's on mm-hmm. your team, you love him. If he's if playing he's against not, you, exactly. you absolutely hate you playing hate against it. him. And, and you, uh, you would think that Pat Bev, we got Pat Bev, and he gets out there, and he's locking up your favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't he, shy down. Never. And especially you saw him in the Clippers game, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that was cool for me to see. Yeah. Like, he like he that. took over. He took over. I, Not Carl Anthony Towns fouled out, fouled out with I think twelve points. Anthony Edwards, you know, he was getting his, mm-hmm. but Pat Beverly took over the last five minutes of that game. He used to play in China. Yeah. He used to be just an outcast the NBA, and now he's a key part of a team that's one zero on your number two seed. I'll give him that. I'm ready for the next game, honestly, because I want to see if they could do that again. Well, that's what I was just going to ask you. Do you th- are you afraid it. for how this series is going to nope. go? No fear so at all. So you still have a lot of confidence. No fear at all. Confidence still where it was right before the tip-off of the first game. Um, but in reality, Steven Adams doesn't have too many games where he's going to give you three rebounds. It's what he does. And I know somebody in that office is telling him, or his teammates. You're not his real teammate if you didn't tell him that he had a bad game on the boards. Yeah. And he didn't do what Steven Adams does. Well, he's a professional. He's the, He's got some of the most experience on the mm-hmm. team, if not the most experienced team, uh, member Honestly, of the team. I think he is. He's pro- I don't, I'm not in terms of him being there the longest, but just in no, terms of being in the, in the league. league. Yeah. yeah, he's been he there is. for a long time. He's been a part of some good teams, mm-hmm. been a part of some good Thunder teams. Um, and you guys, I mean, tonight is tonight's the night because yeah. if you don't win this game 8.30 tonight on NBA TV, if you don't win this game, that's serious. Because <laughs> you're, you're going to Minnesota. You've already dropped a game. They now have home court advantage. And you're about to go to them. You, if you win this game, if you do not win this game, the series is over. I wouldn't say over. I'd say I we're in trouble. I'd say we're. I think in you're trouble. in trouble. No, no, no. Trouble's where you're at now, my friend. No, see, that's the thing. I don't know that we are. Only because I need to see another game. I need to see one more game before I can honestly tell you. All right, Jacob, I'm scared. I'm terrified right now. I mean, it's not even necessarily anything. More. It's not even necessarily anything you guys did it's just how good the Timberwolves are yeah and if they're yeah. hitting like they have been mm-hmm. you know maybe their lack of experience could start to show yeah. um but from what we've seen from them I don't really expect a drop-off and tonight is a big night for you guys it is and uh right in front of my tv I mean I expect you I expect you guys to win I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at Ale House watching the game so uh, uh I, I mean for your sake I hope the best for you um but I I'll give it to you guys in seven I'll call it here. I'll give you guys in seven. If we get this game tonight, I say seven. And if you don't win? All right, look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what, what do you say? What was it? All right, put it like this. But um, we don't win this game tonight. Everybody's going to have to take that look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a series. It's basketball. We all know 3-1 leads can be blown. You don't necessarily need LeBron on the team for it to happen. It can happen, but the right things have to be done. The team has to get it together. John Morant has to emerge as this young star that he has appeared to be all season long. He became Mr. House of Highlights for a second. Oh, yeah. Just for a second. Deservedly so. Yeah, just for a second. So um, if we can – I don't even need Mr. House of Highlights. I need Ja to be Ja. That's what I need. I don't need House of Highlights. I need Ja to be Ja. I need the bench to play well. I need Steven Adams to get my rebounds. And I need defense. And boom. 
There we go. That, that's that's the recipe for really for the Grizzlies going on. That's the, the recipe for the in the rest of the series. Yeah. And to round things off with the <clears throat> basketball talk, we have the well, we we can go over the other series a little bit, but the last series I really want to talk about was the the game one of the Celtics and the Nets, which we saw yes. the the Celtics win. 115 to 114. Uh, Jason Tatum, 31 points, eight assists, four rebounds, including obviously the 360 buzzer beater to, to win the game. Jalen Brown had 23, 5, and 4. Al Horford had 20 points, 15 rebounds. And on the other side with the Brooklyn Nets, you got Kyrie who dropped 39, mm-hmm. five rebounds, four assists. You had Kevin Durant with an off game with 23 points on nine of 23 shooting, four assists, uh, or Four assists, three rebounds. I wrote assists there twice, so I'm not sure which is actually which. Um, it was four rebounds. There we go. Four. Re- that that makes more sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. But uh, great game. That's probably the best game overall of the weekend because mm-hmm. you saw the talent on display there for both teams. The talent was palpable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know how much the series means to to so many people, to the people mm-hmm. of, of Brooklyn who have not seen a, a team really compete far into the playoffs in a long time. Long time. Very people long. of Boston – we, they've seen their team struggle over the past few years to get over that hump, and we, we've seen Brad Stevens now move up into the front office, mm-hmm. bring in a new head coach, right. and then, of course, Kyrie Irving. Uh, we'll talk about Kyrie Irving more in a second, but just what did you see from that game on uh, Sunday? I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I'm not impressed by KD's performance, as we stated. Yeah. At 23 points, you're Kevin Durant. Come on. I don't think that was his best game. They played awful. They shot bad. Didn't seem to flow, and as you know, you and me talked about earlier, it seemed like that go get a bucket type of offense. Yeah, it's next game. I know Kyrie's gonna be out for everybody because one, they were chirping at him, and if history does serve as some type of evidence or anything, Kyrie's about to have a good game. <laughs> this next game's gonna be good. One other thing I want to say. This is I'm I'm bring I'm making it about LeBron. All right, sue me. I'm about to make this hey, about we, LeBron. Hey, we lo- right we like now. LeBron. We like LeBron <laughs> in this household. It's okay. I'm about to make it about him right now. But if you give up that big shot that KD did, if you're LeBron, oh, you're getting shredded. Everybody's talking about it. You're about to be on every tabloid, mm-hmm. every report. You're getting talked about. He fell asleep. But nobody did because it's not LeBron. That goes back to me, my ideal that if you're LeBron. Everything you do is about to go into some type of scrutiny. That was a breakdown on defense, but that should have been your man in that situation. If, if you are who you are, if you're KD, Tatum is your man right now, and he fell asleep. So on that part, the Celtics had a good team game, good ball movement. Um, I they, they may be a little upset by what their fans did because they know that that just riled up them Brooklyn Nets a little bit there, especially Kyrie. And, of course, if you're KD, you're not about to have two bad games in a row. So this next game, I, I see the Nets bouncing back, getting a dub, and this is going to be a good series overall. Interesting. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about next was the, the Kyrie Irving situation. So we all know mm-hmm. how things went for Kyrie in Boston. Yeah. You know, they uh, the kind of had a – behind the head. Pretty much, a, <laughs> yeah. Had a ceremonious ending to the relationship when they when Kyrie played for the, the Celtics. Then his uh, very first game back in TD Garden stomps on the logo to dust off his shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, any any team you do that to, you're going to receive a certain yeah. type of ovation the next time you step back into their court. Boston fans, 
Boston fans are on a different level. Boston, New York, Philly, that little area. That area they're they're, they're different. That's a bet. During the winter, especially, you know, it's cold. Everybody's aggravated. Everyone's aggravated. <laughs> like down here in Miami, we get called fair weather fans yeah. because you, you know get about one season here, hot. Yeah, hot. hot. Yeah, that's what season. I'm wearing long sleeves, and before the show, I had a sweat mark right here because I was trying to set everything up in the AC. In the AC, it's April, and I'm it's sweating. Hot. Um, but Kyrie is one of the best point guards in the league, mm-hmm. hands down, undeniable. Right. One of the most entertaining players to watch just for his game alone. Mm-hmm. He's crafty. He doesn't seek fouls. He doesn't mm-hmm. seek free no. throws. He will take you on, get a bucket on a multitude of means. He's what six mm-hmm. foot two. His ability to finish at the rim over Biggs, over Al Horford, crazy. crazy. His step back threes. We we know that's what mm-hmm. won them the the series, yeah, series. back yep. in twenty. 20- 17 against the that's Warriors. A, that's a debate we could have. Did that really? We'll do that another day. We'll do that. I'm not sure we referencing, but we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do we'll do that another we'll day. We'll do that one. Um but it was it was it was great. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie Irving is great. Yeah. But we know there is a different side of Kyrie that he is it's easy to get in his head. He's very he's very opinionated, which mm-hmm. is respectable. Like if you're going to be you, be you and he right. is very much him. Yeah. Now Certain aspects of him, like you, you, you could say like he's he's too soft at times, like that that came up to show here. Mm-hmm. He's flipping off the crowd behind him. He's yelling, doing, yeah, yeah crybaby. Which is again as a neutral, <laughs> as a neutral, I, I was love like, it. Oh, I was clapping it up. I Keep was it like, going yeah. because yeah, this is what we need. I would absolutely love to see mm-hmm. Game Seven in Boston. Kyrie step back to the side. Oh yeah, or that would be could be the other way. Jason, Jason Tatum can hit his little one way side or another. Step. Somebody's gonna make a big play that's gonna alter the series. And Kyrie's got to be involved. Game. Kyrie's got to be involved yeah. in that last game winning shot of the series. We oh, saw Jason yeah. Tatum, of course, hit the game winning shot. Great pass by mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Smart. Yes. Something he said was a lot of times you don't realize how much time you truly have. Mm-hmm. So three seconds left, he pump fakes, gets uh, Horford, the, the and I forget through. who, to, to bite, mm-hmm. dribbles in. KD falls asleep. Tatum reverse layup. Yep. Game's over. You, that, that was a good move. That was a, it that was. was good ball movement. I'll say that as well because inbound, like you said, pump fake, dribble through, dumped it off to Marcus, dumped it to JT. It was a good play. I don't know if it was drawn up, but it was a good play. <laughs> it's one of those at the end where yeah. you, if you if you see something, do yes. it. Especially Impulses. if you're a star like Jason Tatum, you mm-hmm. can get away with certain things. But back with Kyrie Irving, how much how much would you say is uh-huh. his fault for how things are playing out versus? Whose side are you more? Are you on the side of the fans or are you on the side of Kyrie with how the fans are treating him and how he's reacting? In regards to the Celtics fans? Yes, or? yes, in terms of the Celtics fans. <clears throat> okay, if I'm Kyrie, I'm going to stick by what I've been saying because he he'll, he'll get on the media and you'll see an interview every now and again where he's saying, we're too opinionated, we care about what people say too much. But then he'll get on the court and you look like you care a little bit about what they're saying. So you look like you're contradicting yeah. yourself. So. I'm on this in this instance I'm on the side of the fans because if you're going to say publicly that you're not so affected by what people say or say like your chirp at you at the games mm-hmm. why, why why are we having a problem? Yeah. And Shaq it's, made a great point uh, after the game on the the TNT show that they have is like Shaq when he was early in his career had conversations mm-hmm. with Bill Russell uh I'm not sure if Will Chamberlain was still alive but I've already mentioned Will Chamberlain but he just he heard what they had to go through in a much harder time yeah. to be a black athlete in america in the 60s in the 70s where the things guys people were saying to you yeah. they 
they felt was right, and they felt they, they could get, and they knew they could get away with it because it was allowed back then. It was allowed. It's and not. It's not no. Oh, you suck. Yeah, you it was that back then. If, if, if someone said you suck to them, they're so like, then hey, like, thanks for being nice. Yeah, man. It was cool. so much worse things, and they mm-hmm. they dealt with it with their chest high, with they were and proud just, to be who they are, just balling, happy to be there. Exactly, and they were great representatives of the the, the early NBA, mm-hmm. what they had to go through to get the NBA to where it is today. They knew we're not even supposed to be here. Yeah, so let's just ball. And I'm not sure I'm not sure exactly what the fans are saying to Kyrie, but one would assume it is nowhere near as bad as what it they had to hear. Those, it would have been documented. There are people mm-hmm. on the sidelines. They're recording. The, the yeah. microphones are amazing. Yeah, you can hear the fans sometimes. Yeah, when they're bringing the ball up court. So of course it, it would have been broadcasted. They probably would have been kicked out. Yeah, of the arena. Um, not sure if the Celtics are going to take any action. I know people are looking for it because, you know, to hack, you know, heckle at the players uh-huh. like that, something should be done. I know that's what Kyrie feels, even though he so-called doesn't, yeah. you know, care about what people say. But it's part of the game. It it's is. basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, one of, thick skin. one of the things about basketball that I think they should change is how close the fans are to the players. You have yeah, LeBron yeah, yeah, yeah. sitting at the end of the bench, you got a 10-year-old kid Right to his right. Literally could or be to this left. close. Could yeah. be that close. So on the bench area, that's kind of ridiculous. But mm-hmm. on the other side of the court, we have people right there on the baseline. I mm-hmm. think it's fantastic because you, you it's so personable. You can mm-hmm. – you, if you really, if you make yourself stand out enough, yeah. you can interact and influence exactly. the game, which sometimes is great entertainment. Sometimes it's bad, you know, like like those people we mentioned back before in the 60s and 70s or still mm-hmm. some people like, the, like that today. Um but it's just so entertaining to see yeah. from an again as a neutral, right? People chirping at Kyrie, Kyrie chirping back, double middle finger, I know crying. You don't like this one, you remember? Um, you remember purple shirt guy or green shirt guy? You're a Heat fan. I know you know. What are I'm you talking about, about? Are you talking about Charlotte? D Wade. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, as he makes his shot. That, yeah, that's, he, had ba- he had a backpack okay. on too. I think that's yeah. okay. That is, I'm perfectly fine yeah. with that. That's just interaction. Mm-hmm. And if anything, that fan was happy to even have that interaction with D Wade. And it. it Egged on D Wade. Yeah, we took hit the, care of hit Charlotte. The shot. Yeah, yeah, that was a good series. He looks like, like Spike Lee mm-hmm. back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Spike Lee, Re- Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. all those interactions that he would have. I mean, the Knicks stink now, so he can't do it anymore. No. He's a little older, <laughs> so he isn't going to do it now. But seeing those interactions of fans mm-hmm. is so wildly entertaining. And if you're Kyrie, you're looking at the Nets. You struggled mm-hmm. in the season mightily compared to your expectations. Yeah, you started the year with James Harden on your team. He said, nah, uh, I'm good. Uh, you finish as the seven seed. You have to go into the play-in tournament just to get to this point. Then you're playing the number two seed, Boston Celtics. You know Boston, how they are. Regardless of who you are, they're going to start chirping. Yeah. Nonetheless, if you're Kyrie Irving, guard who left them as ceremoniously as he as they have. Kyrie, it was fast. You got you to gotta represent yourself and your team in a much more controlled Right. In conservative manner, if you're Kyrie Irving, I believe so. But as I stated, he's—you can't be the one to go on, yeah. Say you're living in the way of something else, and then come out publicly and embarrass yourself. You said you don't care. It's looking like you care. Almost certainly cares. He, he, yeah. it, there, we've seen we've seen it with a multitude of athletes mm-hmm. across many sports. I mean, Kevin Durant, we all remember the, the burner Twitter accounts yeah, that he's had. The burner. <laughs> you look at football, like wide receivers especially are, are kind of known mm-hmm. for like their little tweets. Like Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was one of the best in the game, but he likes to chirp. He likes to listen to people. Mm-hmm. So there's been many athletes who've done this over the years, but Kyrie just has a way 
especially in Boston, to attract this crowd. And Kyrie has to <laughs> find a way to calm down and channel. And to be fair, he had 20, he had thirty nine points. Mm-hmm. If he's he doing did. if he's doing all this and then came out and dropped fifteen or had a Trey Young like appearance, mm-hmm. oh, we'd be ripping him to shreds. But at the end of the day, he came out and performed still. So he, he talked did. the talk. He walked the walk. Finished thirty nine five rebounds, four assists. So at least he had a great game on top of it. Mm-hmm. But and it's also affecting his pocketbook. He got yeah. fined fifty k earlier today because of the obscene gestures. So mm-hmm. he's got to find a way. We knew that was coming though. We knew the fine. We knew it was coming. He's got to find a way to channel that mm-hmm. and perform a little differently. He has to shake it off. Yeah, because there is there's still quite a bit to go in this series. That was just game wow, one. The series they lost by one point. And, one point. And KD had an un KD like game. Yeah, and so. that's what I want to talk about next is really the entirety of this series now. Kevin Durant off game nine of twenty three, twenty three points. Kyrie in the midst of flipping off everybody drops thirty nine. <laughs> Didn't really get much help off the bench. Didn't really have much surrounding talent. Didn't play much good defense. Didn't really have a system. But that's also kind of what we've seen from them over the entirety of the season. Mm -hmm. But then if you look at Boston, you have Smart, Brown, and Horford all above 20 points. You have a game-winning shot by Jason Tatum, who dropped over 30. So all of your key players, all your guys who needed to step up, stepped up. You played great defense. You played really efficiently. Really, you couldn't really critique much about the Celtics game. And then you only won by one point at home on a buzzer beater layup. Yeah. You, if, you, if, you're, if you're the Celtics, you got to be looking at that like, okay, we need to Are do we more. really in a good position right now? How That's can they I'm, do more? I'll tell you who's about to do more. <laughs> KD. And that's why Celtics fans should be a little worried. Just a little bit, if anything. They do have the, well, you know, I actually am. I want to give a shout out to Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. First defensive player of the year. That's a guard since Gary Payton. Uh-huh. Deserved. Very much deserved. Well, Bam he, Adebayo, but. Okay. He didn't even make <laughs> the contenders list. Are you kidding me? All right. He can guard one <laughs> through five. Yeah, but he, he can. I didn't say that he couldn't. And then nobody, I don't think anybody would say that he couldn't, but. You have, fr- you have Froddy Goubert. Goubert. <laughs> Froddy. <laughs> he, he, That's his name. Fraud. Froddy. He's a fraud. Like, you think so? He, yeah, he's a, I mean, he blocks. Yeah. But what defense does he play? He other than the blocks. Um, other than the blocks, what defense does he play? You see an off ball he plays on centers. That's it's it's, it's not good. It's awful. It's awful. He's yeah. playing off ball on Kleber. I don't even know the dude's first name on Dallas. Max. There we go. Maxie. There we go. He's playing off ball on him. Oh, Maxi had a good game. Did Maxi did have a good game, but unrelated. So we're yeah. This is well. This is completely off off topic off in yeah. general. Because, <laughs> yeah. But Rudy Gobert is a fraud to me. But. Yeah. Back to back to this, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Smart. Yeah, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Had a great defensive year and made the correct decision to pump fake and pass down low. But the Celtics, perfect, perfect decision, did everything mm-hmm. correct, and we're still sitting here with a one point buzzer beater game. Are the Nets going to turn it around? Yeah, in the fourth quarter they scored twenty nine. Celtics only scored nineteen in the fourth. So if anything, the Celtics blew. No, I'm sorry, the Nets started to blow their own lead or didn't execute the way they needed to be. They got outscored in the third, but you can only do so much once you get yourself down like that and then give up the big play on defense. But they'll be fine. I, I think so. One, because as you stated, the Celtics played a perfect, nearly perfect game. Brooklyn pay, played a semi-poor type of game. KD only scored 23 and only lost by one point. So Brooklyn should be fine. The Celtics, I... <laughs> The, the, something has to. I don't want to say something has to change, since they did win and were successful. But you know what I mean. Something has to change. You can't allow it 
to you can't allow your team to play that good and only win by one. Yeah, the, the you got to step up defensively. You have the pieces, um, but then again, the Nets have KD. You got you got to you got to test the fact that he is KD. Just like you, when you say LeBron, you're playing LeBron. I feel like LeBron and KD same conversation. Yeah, they are. They're both they're both top three players mm-hmm. in the league. Both, in my opinion, top ten players of all time. I don't think a mm-hmm. lot of people like to give KD that credit yet, but if you say anybody best offensive player of all time. KD can get every sort of shot at any moment, unless you're double team. But I mean, of course, that would be said by anybody. He's pulling up on you. He's pulling up on you. He's driving left. He's driving right off one foot. You see the shots he's practicing in the in pregame. It's ridiculous. Dude, and if his shoe size is like a few sizes smaller, he might have a ring. He might have <laughs> he another may ring. Have a ring with the turnaround. He might have that another move ring. was absolutely ridiculous, and the fact that he almost made it. It, it blows mm-hmm. me. No, he did make it. His he made foot it was a, just on the line. Two. <laughs> That's crazy. Two. He's yeah. He's so in a definitely. way, I'm kind. I'm kind of happy that the Celtics. I don't like either of these two teams. So I don't, and yeah, bo- I have both no them. At all. Both of them pose a different type of threat to the Heat. So mm-hmm. I'm not really looking at it from that aspect. I'm looking at it again from neutral for somebody who sits here and talks about it. Um, I'm glad Boston won that game because if they played everything perfectly like they did and they ended up losing and Brooklyn didn't play as well as they can, and they ended up winning. Mm-hmm. This series, I think, still would go a pretty significant distance. Mm-hmm. However, I think it'd be pretty clear that, that the Nets are favored. Now we're sitting here, Boston's up 1-0, played perfect to get there, but at the end of the day, up 1-0. Mm-hmm. We know the Nets have their struggles in certain areas. What do you see happening for the rest of the series? Who do you, I'll just, I'll just give it to you straight, who do you think is going to come up on top at the end of the series? I gotta give it to the Celtics. The Brooklyn isn't gonna lay down. We know that, but mm-hmm. I'd still have to give it to Boston, even though KD did have his game that wasn't a regular KD game. Kyrie played well. The bench played well. Well, they played okay. They only have four people that come off of the bench. Right. They're not that deep. That's why um, the Celtics aren't that deep either. We got a few people who just didn't play, but still, I have to give it to the Celtics. The entire series. I'm probably going to – I said Nets in seven and – Celtics in five. No. Okay, no, six. No. <laughs> no, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to say Celtics in seven. Ooh, I'm going to – still say seven. I'm still saying seven because mm-hmm. literally a point separated these two teams. So much talent on both sides. If you put – if you mix the team together, the two teams together, mm-hmm. I think it's like a 50-50 split. Like the two best players are arguably Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Right. And then you have – Tatum, Brown, Horford, and then you start to toss it up between different players, how they affect the game differently. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Simmons is still possibly to come back at, at some is point in really? the series. I need to know. We, <laughs> I don't know. It's exactly. just, it's just, the, it's just the shrug emoji at this point. Yeah, ben Simmons just, coming back. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But if he does come back, it's gonna be a very different series. At this point, I, no. at this point, I'm gonna say Celtics in seven, and I, I feel pretty comfortable with that. I'm sticking with six. Celtics in six. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, the other games, other games going on, or other series going around that we didn't really cover too much. Uh, the Jazz Mavericks is one one. Uh, did you watch that game? Because I wasn't able to watch that. I caught a little bit of the game. Well, I t- tell us that. a little about what you saw. I saw Mike Conley shoot terribly. <laughs> That's what I seen. It was it was bad. They had ten turnovers to the Mavs, three turnovers. Um, and if it wasn't for Donovan Mitchell's efforts, that game wouldn't even been close. I can tell you that. It would not have been close. It would have been a blowout. Um, your point guard, I'm, I'm glad we talked about Maxi a little second ago because 
Your point guard shouldn't have the same amount of assists as Maxi Kleber off the bench. <laughs> Mike Conley had three assists. Ooh. Isn't he making like 50 mil? Or is that contract done with and they signed him to a new one? I think he's still on it. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be posing three assists. You shouldn't have the same amount of assists as a power forward in general. Yeah, no. If you're the point guard, you need to be orchestrating. It was embarrassing. So they need to go back home and they need to get it together. Um We got Luca coming back for the Dow for the Luka Dallas. Wasn't even there. And Jalen Brunson had a game. Mm, oh he yeah, he dropped forty one. Forty one. Yeah. And here's my thing. I don't I don't like to give credit. On the games where somebody drops like thirty-five plus and the team loses, yeah. Say so I disregard all those points because like, what were you doing for the team at that point? That was for you. He did this, still lost, and they, they won. won. Yeah, they won. It was bucket after bucket for him in that game. He played good. He played real good. That, that's how Jazz. They, they they played bad. The Jazz played bad in general. But that's the Jazz. We know where they're going to be in the playoffs every single mm-hmm. year. We know that they hit a wall every single year because they don't. Outside of Donovan, they don't have right. any dynamic offensive pieces to carry the load for them. Don't. And they always hit a wall at some point in, the, every, in every single playoffs. Doesn't matter for the one seed this year, the four seed or the five seed. Uh, and I don't. We all know. We know the winner of this series is not winning the championship. Oh, and, of course not. And that's why it wasn't even that high on the list. It's another one of those neutral. It's another yeah. series. And then we have the 76ers and the Raptors. It's it's four. I I called it in five. You know, you I think you said six. And I, I was talking to a few people that was like, oh, this could go nah, seven. That's a sweep. They're yeah. over with. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Raptors are done with. They had yeah. a great season. Very impressive. Raptors are done for. Very impressive for them to get to the point that they did. However, we know what it's going to end up with. We know it's going to be Philly, Miami, the next series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Bucks and the Bulls, which two very close games for the Bucks, which would be concerning to me if I am Milwaukee because the Bulls now get to go home. Mm-hmm. They had two pretty good games. Vucevic played well. You of course have DeRozan, you have Zach Levine, and I. If if the Bulls win these next two games, I would not be surprised. Me either. No, I like it. I like the Bulls to win the series overall. Yeah, no. Because I mean, I don't, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say I, th- I, don't, I don't think they're gonna win the series. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. Really? No, I think the Bucks are gonna win. The Bucks are up 2-0. The Bucks just came are coming off a championship. They're the Bucks. I, I believe. No, Milwaukee's up one 0 you said 2-0. No, they're they're up 2-0. They played uh they played last night and they played Oh, am I making that up? You made that up. Oh, I, I completely <laughs> made that up. Okay. That was only it was only one I game. Lied. That's why I still believe. If it was if it yeah. was 2-0, I'd agree okay. with you. Okay. If it was 2-0, but they See, my was issue was I thought I was looking at the Saturday tab and I thought they played last night. No. But I'm an idiot, so don't listen to me. Um <laughs> so that being said, scratch everything I just said. No, uh, that's why yeah, I still the Bucks, believe I'm in concerned. The Bulls. I believe in the Bulls still. Yeah, if I'm the Bucks, I'm concerned. The Bulls mm-hmm. stay in that game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at the score. It was yeah. 96-30 or 93-86. The Bulls didn't necessarily play that well. You know, ever since they lost Lonzo, it's been yeah, it's been difficult for that's them. That's the thing and then people are like, "Do we even need Lonzo?" I'm like, they do. "Look, yeah. <laughs> you do need Lonzo. You, they do you need, need Lonzo. He's he's defense at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bulls stayed in it that entire Not even orchestration. He can he can run the point position yeah. very well. He can. He's really improved over mm-hmm. his rookie year. We saw him shooting from the left side of his body, now to the right side. That's made a huge that, difference. That used to be crazy. Bro. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you had, you had every kid going to the gym like how. 
I even I, I'm everybody guilty. did. I'm guilty. I went to the gym and tried the the Lonzo shot. Everybody did, and like it was cool because I it was different. It was, I was like, hold on, because I made the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me stop. It was cool because it was different, but then you're yeah, like, wait a minute, I'm messing up my terrible. actual jump shot. Yeah. It's a terrible he, jump he shot. He has a way more. He has the. One motion jump shot now. It's not all the extra motions mm-hmm. that you have to go into. It's a smoother jump shot. And his defense, his passability. His percentage. He's a very effective player. He's a very efficient mm-hmm. player. And uh, I really like him. Like last week I was talking about him versus his brother LaMelo. LaMelo is one is a very – he's a great young offensive piece. Mm-hmm. However, he's the his team's <clears throat> best player. And unless he demands a trade at some point, I don't see him ever getting to the point in the playoffs that I can see Lonzo getting to. Because Lonzo is always going to have a place on a great team. Yeah, you may not you may not sign him to a max deal, but that's going to give him the opportunity to move from team to team if he so chooses, and also good teams because mm-hmm. his value is deep, three and deep. Right, you, you, he can shoot threes be, a lot defense. better than he used to, and he plays great defense. Mm-hmm. He can pass. He's a big body guard, yep. so he has value that's going to go around. And Lamelo has a lot of value. Don't get me wrong, but it's going to be on a team like you said. If you're losing, what good does it do? It, it can't do you much good if the team overall is losing. Yeah. So back to the series. Overall, I think the Bucks are gonna win. You said the Bulls. I believe. I think it's a bit crazy. I have belief. We're not getting Lonzo back. I still have belief. They got Caruso, but <laughs> Caruso Caruso has his limitations, of course, other than being the goat. Um, Never know. Upset. Eh, I don't believe it. Just like I don't believe. <laughs> just like I don't believe in the Pelicans to come back on the Suns. The no, Pelicans. I cannot believe you compared the Bulls. Series that's not a comparison, Pelican. my friend. That's what you call a segue. Not a comparison, ah. a segue for the kids watching at home. <laughs> Learn a thing or two. Um, <laughs> um, the Pelicans were trailing that entire first game against Phoenix. Uh, made it respectable at the end, only losing by 11, but they're not They're not overcoming. They're going to get swept by Phoenix. Do you disagree? No, I agree. Yeah, yeah we can we can nip that one. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, I don't have any nosy run down. Like, it's, they stink. I didn't. Yeah, exactly. I what didn't was the even point? bother. I, that was the one I did not take notes on. <laughs> there was no, literally no reason to. Uh, nah, I think we've I think we've covered all the all the games. We have. Uh, yeah. Games coming up today, of course. We got the Heat playing the Hawks. Game two down here in Miami, seven thirty. Yeah. Followed by your game. Well, not followed by because they're gonna they're gonna same time, right? Yeah, they're gonna intersect a little bit. Timberwolves Grizzlies eight thirty. Yeah, NBA TV. So you guys got the secondary channel. We got we got TNT. I say we again as. As Golden State Warriors shirt. Who who is he really rooting for? I don't hey, know hey. at this point. <laughs> I'm sure anybody listened to me for a long time gets sick and tired of me just explaining why and how many teams I like. Uh, and then the fall, then the last game is gonna be Pelican Suns. So we know. great playoff so far. It's taken up over an hour of our time. And Alicia Hayes with the the analyst is or game talk with the analyst. Excuse me, I want to show respect to her. Uh, she's not gonna be uh, having her show today. I found out mid session which is why we're still on here that's why that's why i got up earlier and to, to check if she was sitting out there she's not gonna do her show so we're just going till i feel like it um but okay uh wait what 4 30 okay 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 well okay so we'll get through we'll get through our next uh we'll get through our next segment which uh i don't even have too many notes for but we can do this quickly so you can get out of here in time. Talking about the our NFL predictions. Oh, yeah. Our way too early predictions and way, way too early predictions. Very early. <laughs> you know, we have – I'm not sure how this show is going to go uh, going into the summer because, you know, school is only going on for a little bit longer. And I'm for sure going to have my show still going on. Either rather be recording from home or if I come to the studio, who knows? And I, I, whether it be Zoom or anything, I'd love to have you on again. But okay. this is something that I, would, I, I, I wanted to get out. 
while we still have the opportunity to record here at school because next week's football talk is going to be my last mock draft which those watching at home thank you for all the support that video got is one of my better videos in terms of, of views i've had in a while so thank you all for uh, supporting that video and, and giving me feedback on what you thought of that video so we're going to do a one more mock draft a more in-depth probably full first round mock draft next week because the draft is going to be next thursday so today before all that we're going to give our way too early nfl predictions we're going to go through the divisions. We're going to go through, not the whole playoffs, but we're going to go then to our Super Bowl matchups. So, Ryan, first, I'll, I'll give you the floor. Tell me what you think is going to happen with the AFC. All right, AFC North. We might as well start with the best division in the league, where my Ravens will be winning the division. We like that. We love it, actually. <laughs> Again, I'll even though I'm a Ravens fan, or even though I'm a Dolphins fan, we still love the Ravens. I got a little love for the Dolphins, so there's a nice relationship, healthy relationship here. There we go. Love to see it. <laughs> um, the wild card, I, I, we'll have one in this division for sure, and I'll give it to the Bengals. Um, the Browns, you you gotta you gotta keep it you gotta keep it real. They're, they're they're falling off. Baker, he's not what they thought he was. Yeah, I knew what he was all along, even from the Oklahoma days. And that's why you bring in Watson, but Watson's probably not going to be able to play for no. eight, ten games of the season. He's going to face a suspension yeah, of some Baker sort. Baker, he's not even showing up for the, the workouts right now. You're going to have Jacoby Brissett as your starting quarterback through the first eight, eight weeks, probably. Good luck, Cleveland. Yeah, good luck with that. Bank, um, who was that? Steelers, we know, uh, just suffered the loss of, not loss, but the retirement of Big Ben mm-hmm. and the loss of Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. who could have potentially been the starting quarterback there. Honestly, I feel like he would have won the job. I think he would have it, It's definitely possible. They mm-hmm. they were gonna get they were gonna be given a camp to yeah. to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Definitely possible. He, he had all the motivation needed. Okay, we're gonna move on to the AFC East. I gotta give it to the Bills. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you leaned in on. I that was one. hoping, <laughs> but then we'll look at my list, and I gotta be honest, it's not gonna be the Dolphins winning the division. No, no, no. But they they are gonna be a part of the playoffs. I will tell you that it's scary hours over in Buffalo. Yeah, Diggs Diggs yeah. is locked in. Big contract. Going to be relevant for a long time. Josh Allen, of course, one of the more prolific arm talents that are in the league right now. I give the wild card to the Dolphins. I give it to the Dolphins. Say it with more confidence. Say it with more give, confidence. I will give the wild card to the Dolphins. There we How go. How about that? How about that? <laughs> to the Dolphins. AFC South, it's it's not much to pick from. but It's just two teams. <laughs> it's two teams, really, and I'm going to give it to the Colts. Um, Matt Ryan is going to make it happen over there. He has his weapons. They have a solid run game. And as usual, they have their solid online. Um, Michael Pittman, of course. Hey, help my fantasy team out last year. He's going to be a big target. He's going to be his Julio over there. Ooh, oh, oh. <laughs> make, oh. He's going to be Matt Ryan's Julio, his new Julio, if you will. Close, but I'm not sure if it's that great. <laughs> AFC West, we all know, the biggest moves in the league happen in this division. Mm-hmm. I, I, in my personal opinion, I don't know. If no, you for sure, you for sure. Okay. Oh, for sure. Make sure I'm not crazy. Just make sure e- I'm I not crazy. E- I think it's easily too. <laughs> okay, uh, gotta give it to the Broncos. Wildcard Raiders. Uh, Broncos made a lot of good. Well, they made they made the move getting Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I gotta give that wildcard to the Raiders for the addition of you know Devontae Adams, teaming back up with his old pal Derek Carr. They got that chemistry going. But, you know, not going very far in the playoffs, I don't believe. They'll be there, but not far. Am I mistaken, or did you just say three wildcard teams without saying the Chiefs? Nope. You heard me right. Ooh. Because if you think of it, look at their team. 
Who's left? It's he. Patrick Mahomes, Will Smith in the house on Fresh Prince when he looks around and there's nobody's nobody. Hey, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's in the he's in the bathroom. He's not even hanging out with him right now. He's Will Smith in the living room like this right now. You tell me Juju's not gonna carry things on? No, he's gonna be doing his TikToks. He's gonna be busy. He gotta get his views up. You know? Yeah. He's 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 focused on other things right now. He gotta get his revenge on the Steelers in the league. So let me get this right. So you got. Bills, Broncos, Colts, Ravens. No particular order, but mm-hmm. Bills, Broncos, Colts, they're, they're Ravens. And then <laughs> Miami Dolphins, Fins up. Yep, Bengals. Bengals. Raiders. Okay, that's very fair. Now, I'll, I'll let you go through the NFC first before I step in. So, now give me your right. NFC. I'll go with NFC real fast. So, I'll start with the East, Eagles. You know, it's hard to pick that division anyways because, you know, who's just going to win their six games? This is one of them. Someone's got to win it. Somebody's going to win the six Dallas, games. Dallas took a huge drop-off in oh, the offseason. Yeah, for sure. For sure, they took a big drop-off. But I do still have them in the wild card. Um, NFC North, got to go Vikings. I think Oh, my got to go, but I, I, I feel you. You feel, you feel me. You know what I'm saying. I feel you. I might feel you later with this. But I don't know. We'll see. Okay. You know, not having Devontae Adams definitely hurt the Packers. But, you know, still got to give them the wild card. You have Aaron Rodgers. One of the, maybe... Yeah, he's still the best arm talent in the league. He still is. Him and Mahomes. I mean, he, he's coming off back-to-back MVPs, so, like, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I got to give it to Rodgers, for sure. Missing Devontae, though, so. Yeah, he's going to have to adjust, but still, you cannot. Sammy Watkins. You cannot deny the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, I've done it too many times, and yeah. I've regretted it every time. <laughs> NFC West, we all know you got to go with the reigning, defending champs. This is their division. Mm-hmm. It's going to be their division for as long as they can keep that team together, honestly. Who knows? Got to give it to Arizona for the wild card. Um, I say that because Kyler Murray has to make his move now. He's got to make it now in order to secure his spot so he doesn't end up being Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Because he can. He's been great, but what have you done other than what you've done? You know what I'm saying? Like, and look at how – I think it was uh, one of the NBC shows. It was either Rich Eisen show or Mike Florio mm-hmm. that pointed – I think it was Rich Eisen that pointed out – how Baker Mayfield coming like this time yeah. last year is the same spot where Kyler Murray is. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield was coming off beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. When I say beating, demolishing the Pittsburgh Steelers bad. in Pittsburgh to win game. the first playoff game for Cleveland in God knows how long. Forever. Last time we saw Kyler was the opposite happening, getting spanked, spanked at home with your fans there, which Pittsburgh did not have. Got mm-hmm. spanked with your fans there watching against mm-hmm. the Rams, which eventually won the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Again, division rival. So, and now look at Baker. Mm-hmm. He's on the. He's 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 still caught. He's, he's falling on, off. He's he's not on the streets yet. That but, trade? That, he oh yeah, he did. That was official. So that's real. He's and he's looking for a new home. You don't want to be. So Kyler's in a weird situation. You don't want to be where where Baker is right now. And I'm giving it to Arizona because the 49ers are having issues. Um, I'm referring to their star Debo Samuel. They're having wide receiver issues, diva drama. Mm-hmm. You know, he he is dual threat. He is their Swiss Army knife. So he deserves, or he believes he deserves more money. So if they can't get that together, I see him leaving. And the 49ers are not going to be relevant. They're just not. NFC South, of course, you know, Bucks. They don't. They're not going to have a wild card in that division. No. NFC South, the Bucks are going to win the division. And that is my prediction for the playoffs. Now, Super Bowl. Wait, let, me, let me let me let me let me go through. Wait, wait, let go me go ahead. through mine. Let me go through mine, and then we can discuss Super Bowl together. All right, at the same time. All right. So, so AFC, 
I actually have mine in order in terms of seating. Um, so first things first, I hate to say it, but I mean we gotta be, we gotta be some we gotta be realistic here before the bias eventually shows. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bills number one seed, okay. great team last year that lost because of, of a coin flip. You add Vaughn Miller to that defense, the championship experience, the talent. Rule, by the way. And now, yeah, yeah it's different. Get, he's gonna get a chance They're, if it happens. Again. Now watch, it's gonna happen the opposite this year. They're gonna get the ball. He's gonna get the ball, throw a pick, and they're gonna kick a field no, wait, goal. Wait, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Um, right, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's it, the bills are the bills are great. They mm-hmm. they added to you know maybe maybe the one thing you can say is how good is their second receiver? Although Isaiah McKenzie and Gabriel Davis both showed promise mm-hmm. last Especially year. Especially Gabriel Davis. Yes, so they they deserve to be number one seed. Their running game again is something that you question. Mm-hmm. Although Devin Singletary, love him here Doyle. here at FAU. Uh, he had a great end to the season last year and cemented himself as a number one running back in that system. And it, it appears at least that he has that role still. Now, with the draft, anything could change. But at that point, you're only adding two, which is already a really good team. So, number one, I have the Buffalo Bills. Number two, I have the AFC West champs, the uh, Denver Broncos. And I have them number two rather than number one. I do think they're better than the Bills. However, I don't, I can't see a world in which the number one seed comes from this division just because they're going to cannibalize each other. They, they have to play each other each twice. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be a lot of losses there, and so yeah, nobody's sweeping that division. No, nobody's sweeping that division. So if you're if you're the Broncos, getting the number two seed is great. You don't get that first round bye, but they have the talent. Russell Wilson, the move, like you alluded mm-hmm. to, the move. the move, and really steps them up. Like they had a young, good team that was really in the playoff race all the way up until the same time the Dolphins got knocked out of the race, week 17, mm-hmm. when they lost to the Chiefs. Uh, but now they have Russell Wilson and really have a good opportunity to win the Super Bowl this year. Follow them. You went Colts with the AFC South. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with Titans. To me, the Colts keep trying to get this lone quarterback. Like, we'll have you in for a couple seasons. You're Let's old. You're making you a lot of money. Yeah. See what you do. Phillip Rivers, of course, Carson Wentz, and that didn't mm-hmm. work. I think Matt Ryan's the best out of the bunch. Mm-hmm. But I remember sure. last offseason, yeah. I remember last offseason be like, oh, Carson Wentz is much better than Philip Rivers, so of course now they're going to go to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, no. I didn't believe that. Who said that? I did. I did. I, be- <laughs> oh, I, was, no. a, I was a Carson Wentz believer. I never was. And, Even when we was in you Philly. know, I'm not on the bandwagon anymore, but, like, I got my toe still on the boat. Ah, I'm waiting. Because, <laughs> like, I'm like, he has something there. Mm. He has something there. Okay. And, you know, that could help his new team, the Washington Commies. Right. Um, but... The Colts trying to make everything work. I just have a sense that it's not going to happen. Tennessee, you know, they've been there. They've done that the last few seasons. Number one overall seed in the AFC last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derrick Henry still going to be Derrick Henry. He missed half the season. You still get the number one seed. They're having A.J. Brown problems, though. But yeah. I think that's going to get dealt with. And is Julio uh, even I, happy there? Uh, Well, Julio's not there. Julio's a free agent. He is a free agent. And, exactly. you know, I could definitely see them so making another wide receiver move, signing Odell later on, drafting a wide receiver. They could. What pick do they have this year? That's not a good one, but oh, it's like in the twenties. They're not getting any of those receivers. But well, here's the thing though. There's like six or seven very solid wide receivers that if you pick one up at the back end of the first round, you're still getting a pretty solid wide receiver. Hmm. And then that's not even the strength of our offense. The strength of our nah, offense. It's the run game for sure. And they were without that for so long last season. And which so it exposed Ryan Tannehill. But I'll let you. Go. It did. No, no, it did. I'm a Dolphins fan. Love ish Ryan Tannehill, but no, he's not a good quarterback. No, he this. Here you go, Derek. 
Yeah. <laughs> Please, what, just keep that up. Just keep that up. That's all, you, doing, all you gotta do. That's <laughs> all you gotta do. But it works. Yep. So works. I got them at the number three seed and mm-hmm. number four seed. Here comes the bias. Shoot me. Baltimore, baby. Baltimore is going to so take the number four seed. About, yes, something sir. we were discussing uh, earlier, yep. something you brought up, was the fact that their team was so battered with injuries that, mm-hmm. you know. 20, it, 25 plus on injury reserve when yeah. they lost to the Rams by one point. Yeah. One point yeah. to the defend, well, the now defending champs. Yeah. 100% agree. So um, I, they're going to be I'm convinced. They're going to be a, a lot better off next season. I don't know if the Bengals can hold up the bar they now have set. And they're going, Ravens are going to get all those guys back. I got the the, mm-hmm. the Ravens there. Um, now the wild card, quickly, because I see it's 430, so I'll try to get through everything really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs, I do have making the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, they're, they're still great. Uh, Bengals, defending AFC representative, beat the Chiefs in the uh, conference championship. They're still there. They still burrow, chase. Mm-hmm. Something yep. we were talking about before is we've never seen two nah. draft picks yeah. back-to-back years. franchise like that. Exactly. That was altering. They're still there. They're still. They're still gonna be the. They're still those dudes. I Jamar Chase's first NFL season, and he almost broke. Did he break every or almost broke break every record? Might as well have. I mean, every the, the only record, record he had. didn't break was the one that the one that Jalen Waddle broke, which was catches uh, in a row here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yards, touchdowns, mm-hmm. yards per play. I know he broke most of the Bengal yeah. records. Oh, he broke. He broke all of Ocho's all, all Ocho's singles yeah. rookie records. Um, so I got them there, and then rounding it up. Fins up, baby. Dolphins, you know, we've made so much effort to make this season work. I'm going to be an optimist and say it's all going to come together Uh and Miami's going to make the playoffs. Rounding things out now over on the NFC side of things. Top dog, still a top dog. Rams, Buccaneers, back-to-back Super Bowl winners there with the Rams and the Buccaneers, both of which you've got your quarterback back. with with, If you're Tampa Bay, you're you're thanking the Lord that Tom Brady's coming back. back. (laughs) Yeah, those are – it's – the Super Bowl is going to be one of those two teams, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you agree, and we'll discuss that later. So those two teams, obviously, From the NFC, number one, yes. number two. I can agree. Number three, I got the Vikings, similar to you, taking the division. And I know, shoot me, a few weeks ago I said they're a loser in free agency. I get it. We can forget that happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll take. I take it back. Uh, so number three seed, they've they got the offense. They've approved a little bit on defense. Uh, offensive line, they signed Jesse Davis. Uh, <laughs> but I also assume that's something they're going to attack in the draft. Uh, so I have them jumping over the Packers in the mess that they've created. Right. And then to round out the NFC East, I, I have the, com- the commanders taking it. I'm telling you, I still got the toe in the boat. The com- I'm, the I'm touching the, the, the Carson Wentz boat. I'm like, I'm on it. So the commanders. I'm like, here, like this is the, this is the, you see this, this table the here? This, 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 this is the top. <laughs> you were even more on than I was. I'm like, hey, right there, right, right there. Here. Yeah, that's, that's too much. Right here. I'm like, right on the edge. He has something that you can build on. And if this doesn't work, I'm done with him officially. I say that until you're next year comes. Referring to who? Carson Wentz. I want you to say it one more time. So Carson Wentz. Can know. I think, I think they can make it work. They, they made the playoffs two years ago with an assortment of quarterbacks. Last year, obviously, yeah. didn't work. You also lost Chase Young halfway through the season. Taylor Heineke, obviously not the guy. Uh, but I it's, like Heineke though. He yeah, he's got a little. He's got a little swag. Yeah, he's got a little. He's got something. He's got something yeah. going for him. I like him. He, I like him too. Um, but they did improve, yeah, and the NFC East stinks. The, the Giants stink. The Eagles. Right. Who's gonna get those six games? <laughs> for me, it was between between it was between the Commanders and the Eagles. Cowboys. What were not the team I was debating between because the Eagles made the playoffs last year. So very little talent. Mm-hmm. But I went the Commanders here, uh, and then to round things out with the uh, with the wild card, if I could speak. Uh, 49ers, 
two representatives from the NFC West here in the, got the 49ers and the Cardinals. They're, 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 it's a shame that those teams can't get higher seeds, but they have to because they're like both, yeah. both those two teams are better than the Vikings and the Commanders. But because of the Rams, they're going to be fighting for second and third place in the division and then fifth and sixth in the wild card. And then round it out, I still have the Packers making the playoffs and it'll be a very entertaining game Tom mm-hmm. Brady versus, uh, Aaron Rodgers, if it goes how I have set up. One last time. One last battle. Probably. Probably. It very well could be. Now let's get to – I know you need to go, so let's get to the Super Bowl real quick. Mm -hmm. I'll let you start with that. All righty. Well, plain and simple, as a Raven fan, you got to have – you got to – hear me out. I'm sticking to the fact that we had 20-plus injuries, 20-plus on the injury reserve, and lost by one point. To the Rams after they got Odell, not before, after. It was it was after, mm-hmm. it was after, and I predict they will win and they're gonna be playing the Bucks. Where Tom Tom Brady's prediction of Lamar being next because I know everybody I remembers. Remember, I remember. I comes remember. to fruition. Lamar beats Brady and sends him into retirement. I said it first. Nobody said it before me. Uh, yeah, I, well, I think you're right about that part. <laughs> I don't, I don't think anybody else has said that. Um, you know, as somebody who likes the Ravens, I respect, yeah. I appreciate the confidence <laughs> in the team. I love it, and you know, it's not out of the realm's possibility. It's not, not they, at all. I mean, they, they could get injured again, but you can say that about every single team. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen in terms of injuries and all that. Um, I'm gonna disagree. I know, respectfully. I'm gonna say the Broncos. Uh, yes, yeah, I, I'm I going with the the two Bs, the Broncos and the Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, Broncos much improved from what we saw from them uh, last year, adding Russell Wilson, <laughs> and then Buccaneers. Tom Brady coming back. I think he's gonna have a fire, which it's kind of funny to say for Brady. He's gonna have a fire he never had before, which is insane. Always Seven Super Bowls. Fire. Always has it, but for me, it's he saw what it's like to be without football, and mm-hmm. he's getting a second chance now to come back. And be that guy. He only took a break for like what? He he <laughs> a week. He hung out. He hung out with his kids for a couple days. He's like, no, no, so, I'm oh, okay. This is my family. All right, let me go find my pads. It's like, what's your name? Pads. <laughs> Tom Junior. Maybe. Tom I don't know. Dad. Who are you? What? Yeah. Get out of here. He's like, hey Gronk, you coming back or not? Um, which yeah, I still, yeah, I still up in the air. If Tom's coming. Gronk's coming. He, that's still up in the air though. We, yeah, we'll see. Sure. Um, but for me, I got oh, Broncos, Broncos, Buccaneers, Bucks. I and got Ravens, Bucks. Ravens, Bucks. So we're both going with the Bucks. Just for different sure. in the AFC. Yeah. I would love to see the Ravens. I would love to see the Dolphins. But I would love to see the Ravens. Come true. Look, the story. Did you hear? How I told that story. Oh yeah. He said, oh yeah. He I was... looked him in the eyes and said, "You're up next." So he's gonna get to the Super Bowl, right, guys? He's like, "I'm up next." Then... <laughs> Hold up the trophy. He's gonna say, "I'm up next." Brady's gonna let him win. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no, but it's no. gonna be a good game if it can get to that point. I still believe that you know what Brady says holds some truth. Him saying Lamar's up next, mm-hmm. I have to you know of course believe it. I always believe it though. Okay, he fair said, enough. Y'all gonna get a Super Bowl out of me? These are Lamar's words that on draft day. So we'll see. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll I respect it. Me, Broncos, Buccaneers. You, Ravens, Buccaneers. Oh, I respect sure. it. But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this much-extended version of JK Productions. Ryan, thank you again thank you, for, for being on the show today. Thanks and for having me. Def- I'll definitely keep having you on as, lo- as long as we have these in-studio uh, shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then moving on into, into the summer, I've de- whether I do it here or whether I do it remotely via Zoom, again, would love to, yeah. to bring you back on, especially as these NBA playoffs are going on. Because oh, yeah. obviously that was the thing good. we mostly wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and I'm glad we got to – 
talk about a lot. Uh, I love the football segment. Yeah, Alicia's family, if you're tuning in expecting to hear her, I'm sorry, I guess. Uh, <laughs> she decided not to do her show today. Don't kill me. She, I'm not interrupting her time. Uh, but next week, I'm sure she'll be back on with her show, the Game Talk with the Analyst, as well as my show, JK Productions. We'll have at least one more show here at FAU Owl Radio. As I'm again, I'm not sure how things will go into the summer, but thank you for watching across multiple platforms. First of which, of course, FAULradio.com. Thank you for those listening on my YouTube channel, watching the YouTube videos on my YouTube channel, JK Productions. If you have not watched those videos, only listen to these either here on the radio or on my Spotify, JK Productions. Please go over to my YouTube channel, uh, give it a subscribe, wa- watch these videos that will be released either sometime today, tomorrow, over the next few days. Uh, Ryan, do you have any social media or anything you'd like to shout out before we end the show? If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's R-W-L-L-L underscore Ryan Williams third. All right. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you all very much for listening. I hope everybody listening has a great rest of your day. Take care, everybody.